0: And uh, welcome to week twenty-one of the Killish Review. Two clubs, one love. Better late than never. So uh, to all the listeners that tune in on a weekly basis, um, we had a few technical issues. Um, I'm going to blame the MK Don's fan there for that. All oh, Shrewsbury guys. fans love to blame an MK Don fan for anything possible. So, um, but Robert, or Rob, or as I like to call you. Absolute not bad. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I'm joking. I've, I've. Uh, how long have I, I've only met you a couple of times, but um, in great circumstances. So, how are you, here, anyway, Rob?
1: Yeah, d- doing really well, mate. Uh, I was a bit, little bit worried that this wouldn't kind of go ahead because. Um, between us, we couldn't bloody put a light bulb in, let alone sort out a technical issue. But we got there in the end, mate. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to it. And I'm organising the stag doing March. So, that's that going to go to plan, eh? Well, so, to be honest with you, mate, we know how that's gone because you've had two cancelled stags already. So, third time's the job. I know.
0: And I've pocketed all the money
1: and all. I I thought that was a new shirt,
0: mate. I. Uh, and uh, Unfortunately not. No, it's the old one. I hate the new one. Um, it's not got the old amber in it. But, no, uh, it's good to have you on. Uh, we're going to be cracking on. I was, I was actually when I invited you on, it was going to be an FA Cup show, but obviously you didn't well, turn up.
1: Against, <laughs> uh, Stevenage, did you? No, nah, we didn't. We didn't fancy the long trip potentially down to the Oval, so um, we thought we'd give it a swerve and get ourselves knocked out humbly. So yeah, we're we're, we're, we're nice like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, I'll briefly go on about it yesterday,
0: and I, um, I'll, put, I'll say up for Shrewsbury fans. Many would have been up, but for me, it was a nice. Short breakdown down for uh, an hour and a half on the train there to Carlisle. Nice home match for me. Um, hopefully get Newcastle away in the next round, and that's another one for me.
1: Nice, and nice.
0: I can sample Newcastle just before the stag then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Happy days.
0: So there was uh, there was plenty of uh, plenty of uh, hazy jeans on the train yesterday. I've, nice. uh, since probably me probably since the stag group started uh the pale ales and all that. I think you'll be the same, Rob. I think you didn't really
1: drink
0: well, too
1: much for it yourself. Funny, funny you say that. So I'd never had one before and now look at my oh, it was my birthday there uh, two months ago. Look what I got. Let's have a look. Show us. The father in law <laughs> <for a> dog. <laughs> gift Cheers pack. Mom. Uh yeah, so yeah, loving loving the old ales now, but they just they do they don't half hit you. Uh, you kind of oh, you're fine no. and then out of nowhere it's um yeah. Cheers, lads. I'm done. So um, well the, the...
0: The, the best thing about um, about Carlisle is you step off. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you step no. off at the train station and there's a Weatherspoon's out there. And obviously Brewdog, um, you know, I have a sort of dealership with Weatherspoon's, so it's uh, it's great because uh, the Hazy Jane I was drinking on the train, they had it bottled up as well in the fridge, so I was basically on that for the whole day.
1: Just necking uh, them, yeah.
0: Yeah, just. What time?
1: Did, what time you stop, What time did you actually get into Cumbria then?
0: Oh, so I wanted to go early, so I left nine, nine, just after nine o'clock, cracked open my first can around about 20 past nine, um, and yeah, that was me. Got into got into spins about half eleven, looked at it, it was one o'clock, and I thought I'd been there for hours. So, <laughs> you know, usually when you look at the time and you think, oh, I've got to go and make the match now. Um, I was like, oh, still plenty of drinking time, and and the beauty of Carlisle is it's literally a ten minute walk to the ground as well. Ah,
1: so. perfect. And did you, do you remember much of the game, or was your was your yeah? To, impaired, be, to be fair, to be fair, point,
0: I, yeah, no, I did. I sobered. I think the I think the walk sobered me up because it was blushing it with rain and wind and uh, you know the cold weather, so um, it soon woke me up by the time I got to the ground. But now um, it was it was a great win. Um, obviously, uh, f- football aside. Um, just like to congratulate Carlisle United and the Shrewsbury fans, but also the rest of the nation. I'm sure all the other teams that played yesterday did a fantastic tribute to um, Arthur Blessing. Um, absolutely shocking news that came out about that. Um, you know, anyone that's got kids themselves, it it hits you right in the heart, but even people that don't have kids, you know, it's it's shocking to read, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I certainly. I had a few tears when I was uh, reading the story and that. So it was nice to have a written tribute. Um, Shrewsbury fans started singing "There's Only One offer and it was it was great. A round of applause and it it was good to see. Like and um, yeah. So well done to all the the fans there that contributed to that. So, but so yeah. Um, but no, it was it was a good start from Shrewsbury to be fair. Um, we. Uh, we, you know, we we were on the attack from the start. Could have had two or three, to be honest. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ryan Bowman. <laughs> now he um, he he's originally from Cumbria and used to watch Carlisle in the stands when he was a boy. That's where he's from. And I had a glance to my right, right, and because I'd had a few drinks, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck's Ryan Bowman doing in the stands?" What's like, <laughs> he? <one thing. laughs> well, he's like, you know. Um, he's—he's he's got a brother. It, I apparently it was later led to believe his family was there watching, and it, it was obviously a his brother A yeah, twin, I, or I, I kid, I kid you not, right? Really, it was it, the exact double. Any Shrewsbury fans that were there that had clocked them, um, it, you know, it, if he, you, if you hadn't seen the team line up or anything, you'd have thought he was—he
2: he was just fancied you. a day on the Fancy, I, I
0: fancied <laughs> a day on the beer, like with the lads <laughs> watching the game, like you know, so, um. And it was actually fitting that he got the winner as well, so yeah.
1: um, and what would they, they, they like to play because I remember kind of Carlisle from a, f- a few seasons, back when we was in league two, and they were just horrible horrible game, horrible conditions, even if it'd be middle of summer type of thing, horrible deep block, you know second balls is, is it very much kind of that's yeah. how that the, the game went really to, was it, to, be, to
0: be fair right first half we, we, we had the first half. Um, and we should like I say, should have had a couple like Bloxham or Blocker, uh, as this episode's called, is dedicated to him because he passed his driving test on Friday. Good luck, scored an absolute beautiful finish. Um, and then came over to the away fans and uh sat down and did the old uh, steering wheel celebration. So the old Tommy's at the wheel there. Um, but yeah, no, um, like that, that first half, we, we we sort of were our own worst enemy, uh, mm. first half, uh, and our keeper made a harsh a couple of attempts, and there was one where really Carlisle should have scored from, but yeah um, it probably indicates why they are where they are in the table. Where,
1: they're... where, where? I'm not to be honest. I'm not. Where are they? Kind of lower, lower. Uh, third, third or... from
0: bottom. So they're right. sort of okay. Peter and above the relegation zone, but it was brilliant to see that they beat Walsall last week so congratulations to Carlisle there and yeah. Dave who we know the well Dave were like that Dave. Dave yeah i would be loving that <laughs> look. so um, yeah it was great to see Carlisle beat Walsall so it was a, it was beautiful uh, but no I mean as you mentioned going back to your question they are if they if they could finish they would be half decent team like and yeah. I mean, Carlisle, as far as i have led to believe from what I've seen in the past, they've always been a team that, like you say, gets stuck in and they can score goals, but they're lacking it this year. And you can tell mm-hmm. with the striker, I mean, the build-up play was good. They were getting stuck in. They weren't afraid to put the foot in. And second half, they really took the game straight away and had us on the back foot for a good 20 minutes. And we really looked really ropey, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, the pitch wasn't great. Like you say, it was a heavy pitch. The rain was lashing down second half and, you know, the wind and that. So, you know, Carlisle using their conditions, they're they're used to those conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And then, you know, they could have scored, but, you know, we we defended well. And then Ryan Bowman was slipped in by Daniel Udo. And, um, I mean, you know, usually um, in the past two or three seasons, we've never had a striker that's quite composed as as he, as he is, you know, usually that chance would be you know, going begging, and you think right, bury it, and and would miss it. But to be fair to Ryan Bowman, he he composed himself well and slotted it away beautifully. Like and and that sort of just finished the game off really. But they, they still pressed, and they 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 got the late goal, and it wasn't they weren't going to like hurt us or anything. But um, mm-hmm. we made it. We probably made it more difficult than than what
1: we should have done to be fair but sure, sure. it's a cup game isn't it like well th- this is it I mean like leagues form all that goes out the, out the window as proven by ourselves you know getting knocked out by Stevenage but just mm-hmm. just to kind of come back to a point so even when Daniel Ludo's not scoring 93rd minute winners he's setting up he's setting up goals so his effectiveness for you at the moment is unbelievable mate he is coming up clutch for you at the minute isn't he
0: yeah, no, I'm glad you touched on that because he is. I mean, he's not in the past been a favourite. I'm actually glad you mentioned Daniel Ludo because he made his 100th appearance for Shrewsbury. Oh, today been- as well. No, not
1: long, has he? Right, OK. Yeah.
0: So he made his 100th appearance and he's one of them strikers that you've you probably had him at, at MK, like where... They frustrate you because they're a striker. You expect them to score goals because that's what they do. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: y- y- you always need strikers in your team that fucking work the bollocks off. Like yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Be-
1: types, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah.
0: and 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 you know Udo like runs the channels. He gets stuck in, and he, he seems to put for me. He seems to put a bit of upper body strength this year, and he doesn't take the knocks as easy. You know, he he stays on his feet. He comes deep as well, and like you say, I think he's got. I think he's got like. um Six goals in all competitions four in the league um and i think is it four or five assists now so you know if you right. look at that that's eleven goal contributions um
1: before the first half of the season's even over like do yeah you know what I mean?
0: exactly and that's and that's a player where he he's got four league goals right but his previous two seasons in the league he got four league goals each wow. season wow. so in it doesn't sound a lot and it isn't but for someone like Shrewsbury who struggled to score, it's great mm-hmm. to see someone like Udo, like you say, you know, get being the hero at the minute. I mean, well, pretty, pretty I, th- I
1: think there's, there's, you know, we all focus on the stats in terms of how many, but let's be honest, it's the importance of the goals he's been scoring isn't it. He's been, he's been winning new games because, yeah. like, there's no point in scoring a goal in a game that you lose three two, or you know, to some degree, if you draw it one one. He scored the winner against... Was it Charlton? Not, not, not.
0: Uh, Ch- Charlton last week, yeah. yeah. And, and then, I mean, to be fair, he got the equaliser against Sunderland. but <laughs> let you say that he scored when we lost to Cheltenham, but we mm-hmm. were one the up in that game and then we stupidly... Well, I don't know if it was stupidly, but it was just one of them rare, stupid moments where you sort of stick your hand out, give the penalty away, and Bennett got sent off and then we, we lost the game, but I guarantee you we would have won that game. And, yeah. and I mean, I, I went down to... Uh, in October to see Shrewsbury, um, and funnily enough, uh, they beat MK Dons.
1: So they I did, there. yeah. I f- I did they. Yeah. I didn't even realise <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shrewsbury's first clean sheet of the season. You I
1: f- thought, man, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: sure. I'm yeah. To be fair, right, I was quite lenient on you, and I.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. To be yeah, you did. I, think, I, 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 I thought I was going to was gonna get. I thought I was going to get videoed and called and all the rest of it no, but yeah I'm, you you I'm, you, you I'm left it you left I'm saving
0: I'm saving that for the start in <laughs> and, and you know for Newcastle so don't you worry about that you'll get some yeah. abuse Good to that but to but, but no um you're right he is an important player for us and and again yesterday he wasn't really a goal threat as such maybe had a chance um you know but he was he was still creating the chances still running the line running through the middle running the channels mm-hmm. And to me, there wasn't really a standout player for Shrewsbury yesterday. There wasn't someone I thought, "Oh, well, he looked good." I mean, even Ryan Bowman was pretty poor and um, to his usual standard until he scored. But I think again, like Ryan Bowman, is, is um, a typical sort of striker that most teams will have. Where if you are not having the best game, but you can still finish when you get the moment and. and and you know that ended up being a pivotal moment because obviously they pulled one back in the last minute. So yeah, yeah. Whereas in the past we've not been as clinical, not taking our chances. I mean, we we all like to look at stats, and I I don't know if you're one of these people, but I hate these XG stats and all that. <laughs> yeah. um, it's too it's too universal challenge for me. Like I'm more of the of, I like the basics. You know what I mean? The bread and butter stats. Yeah. And the shots yeah, are on yeah. goal, possession, this that and the other, but. You know, Carlisle did have a lot more of the ball than Shrewsbury yesterday. They had a lot more chances,
2: uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Had, a f- had a couple more on target. But at the end of the day, we, we uh, show good man management at times, and we see the game through in difficult conditions. And you know, we got the win. So sure. and our waveform form isn't, but is, is terrible. Not one in the league, but our told- two cup, tu- yeah. our two cup games have been away, and we've won them both. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, hopefully you know, we can sort of put that into our um, league form, you know. Do
1: you, do you need to have um a busy January or do you just need kind of uh, dotted bits of quality or, or loads out? What, what do you think? What, what, what yeah, you need? To,
0: like, <laughs> sometimes I chop and change my ideas on, mm. on certain weeks because, uh, first and foremost, there's, there's certain key positions we need to fill. That's a mm. right-sided player to give us a bit of a balance because, um
1: Right sided yeah. forward,
0: no, no, just a natural right sided, like sort of um, wing because we play with a three at the back, ah, right? and we've not no, naturally no. got a right a right back,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whereas we're playing with like three natural left backs in the team as such. Or is probably I wouldn't say he's uh, as natural as the other two, Leahy and Nurse, but because he's mm-hmm. more of an attacking threat, but he still can, you know, he still did play there last year, so. Because Cottrell is adamant on this free centre backs. I mean, Pierre's been injured recently, and um, obviously we've had a couple of niggles with Ebanks Landal as well, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you'd like to go and talk about in a moment. We've yeah. uh, had previous discussions in the past about him, <laughs> but you know he's been great for us. He's our captain as well, and he's you know. Um, so I would like to see us bring another centre back in on loan, mm-hmm. Um, probably a couple of midfielders. Preferably one that's like can sit in the, in front of the two as a number ten, like a John Nolan type player.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, I would say probably four players to come mm-hmm. in, maybe five. But then at the same point, I would be giving Bellow and Cosgrove back to where they came from. Yeah, he, I've
1: seen them. I've seen a few tweets.
0: Yeah, Cosgrove for me, um, he just doesn't look interested. Like, I mean, he's—I'm no. he's, sure he's got the ability there somewhere. I just don't think he's that good to be fair. He's, he's, I think Where's he, he
1: from? Where would you have him from?
0: Well, he's on loan from Birmingham but he originally right. played for Aberdeen um, okay. and I've seen him first-hand a few times obviously being up there played against Kilmarnock so, you know, he's um, he's not as good as what people make at. I think the two million price tag that Birmingham signed him for, people sort of think oh, he's he's good but, you mm-hmm. know, it's like players don't always perform to their price tag and yeah. their potential agents will yeah you know, sometimes over-hyper player as
1: well. Well, well the, th- the thing is now, um, I-, I remember a kind of uh, along the same lines, but like say, oh, what are we now? Say the early 2000s. I remember Sol Campbell said you'd need to be playing really well for 18 months to get a sniff of the England team, right? And that's kind of, that kind of um, premise is kind of leaked out into football in that you can have a good four or five months and your your price will go through the roof. Like, do you remember the um, the right back that um, Brighton signed from from Chelsea, Tarek Lamptey? Oh. And uh, he had a good, literally four or five opening games, and like stuffs getting quoted in the press, like Bayern Munich fifty million. This, like this, this, this. So no doubt this this you know this Cosgrove, but maybe he had a good whatever six months or something. And like you say, people just get people just get trigger happy and go right, boom, millions and millions of pounds spent when maybe the consistency isn't going to be there it's it's, you know it's a gamble sometimes i
0: I remember right the daily record up here which is a shite paper it's basically the scottish version of the sun
1: right okay so
0: if you know that's if that you know speaks volumes of that (laughs) basically right i remember seeing the back page once that's when cosgrove was at aberdeen and it had like um clubs chasing cosgrove in the next market and it had like the Man United badge, the Arsenal badge. Yeah, I know, that's what I mean. It had wow. like, and I'm thinking, like,
1: He's doing like, nothing, like, really, yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm just laughing at that article, thinking, and they were wanting, like, Aberdeen, were, like, wanting four million pounds, like, for him. Was he a kid so, then?
1: Was he like 17? No,
0: no, no. this was like, I mean, I don't even know how old he is now. He's probably, what, about 24, maybe, 25. Right, right. so you're talking about three, three years ago, like, right, in the, right. Um, but, like, see, at the end of the day, like, 40% of his goals at Aberdeen were penalties as well. E,
2: right, so, you, okay, know, you, you know, when you okay. break
0: down the stats and that, and, you know, for a tall guy as well, he doesn't have fall over, doesn't have to, like, to sit on the ground, like, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, see, see, at the end of the day, I'm like, look, if he's in Shrewsbury, call his fair dues, but he, he just, mm. he, see, when it, see when he does play. I mean, the only decent thing he's actually done was last week in Charlton, where he fouled their centre-back. For
1: us to score, because let's sort of say it, it was a foul, it was, really was it? Bad. Was VAR calling it if uh, if it was in effect? Yeah, oh, yeah, if
0: VAR <laughs> was about it, it would have been a disallowed goal. But you know what? It's Charlton, so I don't give a fuck. Oh, I yeah, can't. this is that arrogant.
1: Arrogant so it, is, is there any, um, you know, to try and kind of flip it and be as as, as, as unbiased as possible, is, would there be any argument to say you don't, his style just doesn't fit you or you don't play to his strengths? Or and the only reason I ask that is when we were in the championship, uh. 15 16, we had um, Sam Gallagher, and when he was with us, we were like, Who on earth is this kid? He's crap, right? And then obviously, he's gone on to be a very, very right. good championship striker, he just didn't he just didn't fit. And you know, is, is there anything potentially a, a, of that to, to with you guys?
0: See, see, championship level though is slightly different to well, saying that like you were in the championship at the time, but it's hard to tell because championship level, if he, he, he's not. Championship level, because I suppose Sam Gosgrove is a championship player with Birmingham, mm-hmm. but even there, like saying he's not that great, and you can see why. I think, I think with Cosgrove, it's not. See if he actually
1: <sighs> run around a bit, try, yeah, yeah just, like, yeah, just yeah. sort yeah. of
0: made a bit of an effort, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing, see, see, see it's ever since I've been watching Shrewsbury, right? I can. Because Shrewsbury, for me, I've never seen him play in the Championship. I've never seen him play higher than League One.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: so, for mm-hmm. me, like, players in League One, League Two, in the conference, like, no disrespect to those players, but they're there for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you know, unless you've got, like, a wonder guy on loan for a year, like like we had with Godfrey or Henderson, who then go on to do great things, or you get the odd player, like, you know, you had mm-hmm, You
2: know,
0: mm-hmm. you, you know they're going to be fucking brilliant and, and never come back. But... You know, majority of players in that league are in there for a reason. Um, because they've maybe, well, you, to be fair, you get a lot of players that have had good experience that come down the leagues now, but you do get the majority in there that you can accept that the flaws they have and their attributes mm-hmm. in certain ways because they're not the same quality as a championship or whatever. Sure,
1: sure, but the endeavor shouldn't be but any less. You should,
0: yeah, yeah you, you see, see, at the end of the day, you should be pulling on that shirt, right? And regardless of whether you're on loan or not, right? You know, you know, you, it's, you should you should not just be doing it for the club, the fans, you should be doing it for yourself. You know, your own yeah. pride, your own respect. You should be respecting yourself. And see, you get the, you get players every season, every club that will come on loan. I think on loan players, it's a big risk. And I think Cottrell, to be fair to him, for all the, the, the wrongs he's maybe put this year in some aspects um, in his interviews, he's right in what he says, that loan players are a gamble.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You,
0: you don't know what you're going to get because a lone player could come in a young kid and want to be like, oh, I, want to, I want to shine um, and do well. And, and we've had that in the past, but then you could have someone who just basically come in because they don't really want to. They've mm-hmm. been kicked out the club, the parent club. And uh, it's a case of, right, get some game time. But like you say, they've got to come in on loan. They may not want to be there, but they've got to show willingness. Yeah. And if a, and yeah. if a manager sees that in training or, they give them game time and they see they're not really trying, then, then, you know, that's for me, that's, um, that's unforgivable.
1: It's unforgivable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, the the thing is we've always seen at Don's, I mean, the the loan market can be a double-edged sword. So the season we went up, obviously Delhi was ours, but we sold him and loaned him back. We had Will Grigg, Benica Fobi, uh, Lewis Baker, and that's like essentially 40 ways, 40% of your out of your outfield. So we got promoted. We had 60 goals or something between um, Delhi, Bennick, and Grig. And then the next season didn't have any of them. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? So it kind of artificially inflates how decent the squad is, and it can be fantastic. But then trying to replicate or replace them, like you said, it's 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 a gamble. The gamble pays off for that year, but then the following year, you you know you you potentially stuff because I mean Bennick at the time. Went to Wolves for two million quid from Arsenal in in the January. We lost him in the January. Then moved for twelve million to Bournemouth, I, I believe. Uh, um, so that's the level of player we happen to stumble across on. You know what I
0: mean? And it's the same like the year that we nearly went up um, when we got to Wembley. And you look at Shrewsbury any other season in League One, they're not a playoff team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes our fans, our fans sort of don't realise that. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do well, but Sometimes you have got to be realistic in you in where you are as a as a team and a, um, yeah we had Henderson and Godfrey and look at them they're playing well. Do you have Carl,
1: did you have Carlton Morris that year as well?
0: Yeah, Carlton Morris. Well, yeah, yeah. he was he was good and he he was with you right and I remember you questioned me saying like, he, he what got,
1: like what have we got like? Well,
0: we've got and that, that just that just goes to show with the loan system that you can be great at one club and not at another and it may be the system. So I mean the system he played with us was great because he was the foil for our other strikers and our, our midfielders. And he, he, I mean, he was uh, like, you know, he, he worked his bollocks off to be fair. Mm. Like he was mm. a player that would work and he wouldn't, it a bit like Udo, would we, not score you loads of goals. You're not going to get double figures, um, you know. But then again, he has proven to go on and do all right. I mean, he did well at last year at Barnsley. Like. At
1: Barnsley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, w- when he come in, you know, one thing I could never, ever... um criticise him for was his work rate was, was was you know was outstanding and you can see the quality i mean funnily enough i've retweeted a video today of him literally picking it up on halfway running the whole team and slotting it under the keeper um but even i mean i remember
0: we, that goal that you won one think i think no
1: nah, we uh no nah, we lost the game we lost the I game 2-1 which is i we remember, got, which I remember
0: is, the goal though yeah
1: it unbelievable goal but i remember so at the time um you know Russell Martin, um yeah, which we don't really speak his name anymore. But um, him <laughs> and uh, Cameron Jerome would say to him, "Listen, all this work you're putting in is fantastic, but your job's to be between the six yard box, and you you need to get more goals." And that was great. He took that advice, moved to Barnsley, <laughs> and then implemented it at Barnsley. And he's just just come back. I think he's had a bit of a he's he's had a, he's a bit unlucky with injuries, isn't he? It did it in the playoff final f- for you. Yeah,
0: he, he basically done his cruise shit, and and then oh, he basically that's... just wanted, he just basically wanted to get up and carry on. Like, I like yeah, I
1: remember, I remember him hopping on it, like trying to to come mate, back on the
0: pitch, mate. I was like, mate, you've done your cruise shit, you're off, mate. <laughs> you know, so but you know, that that just shows like his personality, I think, as a player. Whereas you look, you, you look at that, and that was a lone player we had, who's not going to be Premier League quality. He's going to be a mm-hmm. Championship player quality. And he was pro- he's probably like you look at Cosgrove and you think well that's a similar sort of play you'd expect, but Cosgrove's the total opposite in terms of work rate and I, I hate I hate slagging players off, especially online because there's a line a fine line, but at the same point you've got to have your own opinion of certain players. Mm-hmm. Now I'd never be abusive to someone, um, and I'd never boo someone at the he's game. To be your anymore. Yeah, Maybe yeah, used yeah. to you know, I'd wanna get behind them regardless, but I'll still say my piece afterwards and if if, if someone was to hear that a player then that's you know, that's,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that's up to them. At the end of the day, they've got to take the flack and the criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do disagree with, like, people booing. I mean, to be fair to Cosgrave, right, he came on last week and there were players, there was fans booing him when he came on. Um, think never going to work. What's that going to, like... I know, it's, I know exactly. It's, you don't achieve anything. I get players, I get fans don't like players and that, but there's a time and a place, you know, and... For me, if you want to boo someone, boo them at the end of the match, like when the game's over. And if it's, you know, because to be fair, like Cosgrove got booed and then he comes on, okay, it was a foul, but it was his havoc and the, the, mm-hmm. his effort that caused the goal. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's um, <laughs> a bit egg on face for some fans there, to be fair. Well,
1: I, I think, you know what, it's, it's, I've having a chat with uh, a few people around this and obviously, you know, mental health is obviously exploded and the conversations around it in the last couple of years which is you know all absolutely fantastic and it is actually if you think about it and kind of take it down to its constituent parts we are screaming at humans on a pitch abuse and whatever else including referees and that Can I imagine that same context was put in to a postman <laughs> or, or me selling air conditioning or or, or you working in in your industry absolutely getting abuse from people you get inside and and the effect that that would have on, to on, you know, some who's just a man or a woman playing on, on a pitch. And it is, you know, lines are crossed far too far too. And, and I've, in, in recent history, I've kind of thought of, uh, and kind of listen, I've been, I've been as loud and, and the people around me at Don's probably yeah, hate enough. me because cause, cause, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm effing and jeffing. Um, but again, abuse to people. And, and I think that it is important to stay kind of this side of that line. Listen, objective criticism. That's fair. We can all get that in, in, in our walk of life. Again, booing someone. Imagine, imagine just putting yourself in their shoes, going on a pitch, and and being booed. Like, I mean, listen, it's going to spur some people on.
0: I was going to say, you, you, to be fair, right? Maybe it's because fans want him to, to do that. But the same point, it's like you say, it's like when you hear the homophobic abuse in crowds and the racism yeah. and all that. You know, got, yeah. it, it's the same sort of effect. Like you say, it doesn't matter. It is a bad effect, and and I I like promote that on on here. Like about online abuse and mental health as well. And me myself, you know, I've gone through quite a lot with my family, which I don't speak to anymore, which you you know, you sort of know briefly about. And um you know, it's it 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 has to be it's good to talk about um, about it. But you know, we as people have a responsibility as well. When we're in mm-hmm. a football pitch and a football you know or in a in public anywhere. But yeah, when you're in a football place like that, like you say, there is a line if, you, if a decision goes your way and it's wrong, yeah, that's that's fine. You don't want to take the fun out of football. No, no, all
1: that's all that. not, I'm just, but, nah, not. But, not but the whole
0: like like you say, the whole um, booing players individually. I mean, I remember you know when we got relegated like, uh, relegated last season, Kilmarnock. The amount of abuse players were getting directly, mm-hmm. they'd be like tagging mm-hmm. them in, in a tweet, and it's the the way I think is think before you say, you know, and it's the same with your tweet. You're going to write something, look at it before you send it and think, is yeah, that actually, yeah, is yeah. that actually going to like, you know, what does that do to you? Does that make you feel better? Mm-hmm. It may make you feel better for what 10 seconds or whatever, but then think of the impact that's going to have on that mm-hmm. person. Was, that tweet's going to be there for like not just an hour, it's going to be there, for, you know, unless you delete that, that's going to be there. Like, yeah. you know, so
1: well, that's someone's son, someone's brother, someone's husband, wife. Um, yeah like i said listen i've quit i've been the i've been out of them you know the best of times criticism yes. maybe calling for a manager's head or, or or whatever when i was you know when i was younger but as i say there's a there's a line but um right. listen as i say there's, there's plenty of positive stuff and plenty of kind of funny chance that we've had with with <laughs> opposition fans and stuff and listen we we get it and then obviously we our stadiums you know phenomenal thirty thousand. but our average attendance is closer to eight, so typically it's always your, your ground's too big for you. Is this a library? And then two minutes later, we're two and up, and it, obviously it's you know it's giving it back. So <laughs> uh, um, that's, the silence helps us concentrate. That, 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 that's the fun of football, <laughs> like so.
0: You see, yesterday, um, basically, right, I had my Camana cat on, big bobble hat, like, and because obviously I'm known as Achilles Shrews. Shoes, I thought right, I've really, just I love my Shrewsbury scarf, so I've got my Shrewsbury scarf here on. I've got my Killy Shrew hat on. That's me. I'm, I'm the Killy Shrew. I'm popping into Carlisle with my mate. So we had a good laugh. And then on the way back on the train, <laughs> this is actually quite funny, like, so I bought a Papa John's, right? Absolutely.
1: Good stuff. Starving.
0: Love it. I was like, I'm getting a Papa John's before I get on this train. So I'm on the train, right? Anyway, got to Dumfries and Partick, who Kilmarnock Cannot stand and Kilmarnock and Partick cannot stand Kilmarnock as well. So they hate each other, passionately. rates. Right? So I was like, ah, I just seen them. The train was quiet, like the two carriages, and then I'm like, that's my mate. I said, hide my Kilmarnock hat now. Yeah. I'm taking <laughs> it off. Before I could even take it off, some knobhead has spotted it, like, and i'm like oh fuck. and then that was it our oh, train was rammed i mean it was absolutely rammed and i was getting it but to be fair it was good banter they were they were a good laugh Clean stuff,
2: yeah.
0: i sort of had my laugh and i go back to the pizza so <laughs> i basically left two slices I was, it was massive i was like i can't eat anymore so i just thought right i'll move it to the table there at the side where someone else had left a load of mess and i thought right i'll pick that off when i got off at Kilmarnock. i will just chuck it in the bin like a nice guy like my garlic sauce was left open like the two of them hmm. the guy that was giving me the first bit of abuse right come and sat on the table where the pizza was he's oh pizza free pizza like he's obviously like that and uh, he says Is this yours i said no i don't mind like picks it up to go and pick it up garlic sauce goes all over it. <laughs>
1: That's what you get for nicking pizza, mate. Sorry, pal.
0: And, and that's that's what you get for slagging a Kilmarnock fan. So, I actually didn't mind getting slagged all the way back to Kilmarnock because I was like, mate, you just got, like, you, you know, that was mine. So, it was karma. So, yeah, but it was good banter, like, and it was great to see because um, it just sort of it had that feeling of, you know, football's back. You know, obviously lockdown's been hard and all that, but it was yeah. great. Even seeing the coppers at the station coming on, it's like, <laughs> this, is, this is what an away day is all about, you know. So um and he's like ah, so so you you're come on for he's proper confused this guy like and uh he's like so you're Shrewsbury no he's like ah, you a Carlisle fan or a Shrewsbury fan or and I was like I was just taking the piss out of him like, I'm the Kelly like, ah, Shrew mate,
1: yeah. The, I
0: was like ah, yeah I'm the Kelly Shrew, come on. <laughs> There's only one of them. You know, there's, there's, there's only one of them. So half um, seven, yeah,
1: Twitter will be on. That's what he said. He said. <laughs> I, I
0: didn't say that. Like I thought. Nah, no way. I've got dog abuse on there, like So <laughs> I thought. But it, it was good, man. Anyway, they, they were passing the buck fast about uh, as well. So yeah, they were. It was. It was good. But um. But yeah, no. So I've properly enjoyed my my away day yesterday. It was. Oh, um. The, Leslie bless her, She let me have a lion this morning.
1: Good on her. good girl. Oh, no.
0: good guy. Yeah, you like Leslie don't you? She's all right. Yeah, right? she's yeah. Led, she's, led. she's Looking, looking forward to meeting up with you um, at the wedding, like So,
1: good stuff. Whatever we'll, we'll story or two to trade by then, anyway.
0: Oh, I. Not as long as it's not about Jack Daniels, God.
1: Nah, <laughs> oh, no. we'll keep will <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll, yeah. what happens in the WhatsApp group stays in the WhatsApp group, yeah. T.
0: <laughs> oh, so like she, she knows about that. I, I, I got, I got in big trouble for that. I tell you, yeah,
1: but, yeah um, absolutely.
0: But no so so sort of I've, I've talked about the game yesterday really mm-hmm. yesterday was more about drinking and getting through to the next round and uh, like I say someone said to me yesterday who do you want and I was like you know what I said like Man City you know your mm-hmm. usuals and that but
1: money tie yeah
0: <laughs> as a Shrewsbury fan I would love us to get Tottenham and the reason why is we've never we're, they're the only team we've never played in a professional match oh yeah yeah, yeah. so up until I think about five years ago, it was Nottingham Forest and Tottenham that we had played. And then we got Forest in the League Cup away,
2: and uh, mm-hmm. we lost
0: two one. Um, but yeah, Tottenham would be probably a good one for a lot of Shrewsbury fans, especially older ones. You know, they they would like that. But would
1: you, you know prefer? What? As I mean, obviously you kind of live in Scotland anyway. But if you were, would you prefer at the the new White Hart Lane or up at your place or? What, what we've you... got,
0: Shrewsbury got a good pedigree in the cup. I mean, you know, we've played to be honest, Tottenham's quite a, a good one to get because let's face it, Harry Kane <laughs> he cannot score at the minute. So, um, he's Man, um, got an English, right? yeah. yeah, he's he's scored more goals against San Marino than he has for Tottenham this year, yeah. so um. Yeah. You know, I fancy, I'd, I'd fancy to um, have Tottenham at our place because yeah. I fancy, I fancy we could, we could, you know, at least get a draw. The
1: thing is, that's the kind of game that um, who's got it this year? BBC, IT, ITV, I think they would be put, they'd be slapping that all over the oh. telly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it's extra cash. I mean, I don't know how we've managed it, but we've been so fortunate in that within a four or five year uh, space. Don's at home. have had Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man United. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous in terms of the the money. Will it? It would have it would well, have created. I was
0: going to say we're, we're the same, to be fair, because we had um, Man United in 2015. We had Chelsea in the League Cup the year before that,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, where Drogba got the winner. We only lost two one. Um, we were like League Two then as well. We got yeah we got Man United and lost three 0 and so you know, and to be that was when Louis Van Gaal was manager as well and uh, Jesse Lingard he was he was still playing there was like uh, Martial yeah. Lingard Matter, so it was a good good lineup
1: to good side, yeah yeah
0: and then um, we've obviously played Liverpool just before lockdown where the you know the Comdog got his two goals I think oh, Jason
1: Cummins, yeah yeah but
0: he's you know what like he's
1: we was that two checked. two nil up two two or something? Was it? Or?
0: Yeah, two well two nil down and then yeah. two down. Early, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then and then Jurgen Klopp was an absolute knob and just played his like under 18s and he didn't even turn up. Like you know what I mean? So oh, that, that
1: was because they they had the um no yeah why why was they, it? They, was they, that? It was something A to do with was it, they,
0: they wanted to go on holiday because they um had been playing that cup in... The winter, like in December, yeah, yeah, and they hadn't yeah. had a proper break, so he was basically, uh, Jurgen Klopp, kind of stand.
1: He loves, he loves them. He's moaning again about the Christmas schedule, isn't he? and he just, um,
0: oh, he loves to moan, like, but I mean, he's got plenty of money, but he can just go out and buy someone in January. Try being mm. a Shrewsbury fan. who has got like, yeah, three or four eighteen-year-olds on the bench. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. struggling.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we're we're very very fortunate this year yeah. in that, um in fairness to, they've been building it for a long long time um and a big kind of shout out to, to liam sweeten who's our, our sporting director um the guy's a magician he is a magician in terms of kind of having to look into the future for all worst case scenarios um one of which happened obviously first game of the season um and, and kind of having to having to go and get a new new full bloody coaching coaching staff um but one thing he has managed to do him and his staff they've built a bloody competitive squad um, and mixed it with, you know, a bit of talent that's, or a lot of talent that's coming through. You know, MK, um, we, we do have a good history about bringing, bringing first-teamers through. Um, yeah,
0: no, you, you do.
1: Um, and, yeah, I, I think, well, we we'll, we'll we wouldn't want to get rid of anyone in January, uh, but I think we'll be very, very fortunate if we get through without without losing any of our so called stars, shall we say, because um they're just the amount of talent we have, technical talent we have in the in the squad is frightening. Bit of um bit of naivety, bit you yeah, know definitely a bit of naivety, um shown by beating Wickham, beating Charlton, and then going on the road and then within the space of three games, we played Fleetwood, Donny and yourselves, who at the at the time were three of the bottom four. Got a yep. point. Out, I got a point out of those three games, yeah. so but but I mean, it's it's what's expected with a squad. With if you take Dean Lewington out, who's 37, do you, I mean? The average age is probably 24, I think
0: 23, 24. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I mean, um, obviously, you mentioned history and that there, so obviously. History goes to a very short time, but um, <laughs> we, we've, we've got to have that dig in there. All the yeah, there we
1: guys, go. franchise,
0: yeah. but <laughs> no, no, on a serious note, like you know, MK Don's Shrewsbury always had their their ding dong and their battles with MK. and It's always been a good laugh. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Shrew, you know, we, we've actually done all right. You know, in the past, the matches. we've had some. There's been some good games. Obviously, cannot mention the uh, the playoff game back in 2007. Um, that was where again MK Dons was sort of the, the big team in that league and mm-hmm. were expected to win. And you know, we we basically it was one of my favorite away days ever. That was even though it was the, the ice hockey ground
2: at the
1: time, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And um, yeah, it was it was absolutely superb that game, but no, I mean, going to the game I was at in, Oct- uh, in October there.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I was looking forward to it, so obviously watching Shrewsbury, I've travelled down. I was, I was really looking forward to the whole weekend and that. Um, the win, obviously, it was, it was Charlotte's first game, um, so it all just came together really. Yeah. Um See if I hadn't travelled down, you probably would have beaten us. So. Probably, mate. You've not, never I've, seen.
1: You've never seen them lose that, like, have you?
0: No, not, not this. Not yet. This not the last time I've seen them lose, because um, I went to from a stag, I went down. I went down a couple of times. I think. Well, when's the last time I seen him lose? I think it was Wolves and the replay in the cup. Right. Okay. Um, that was the last time. So I've been quite, I quite like to pick my games. and think yeah, I'm going to win that one. So, mm-hmm. may, but maybe I, maybe I should just go more often. You know, just sod it. Like hack my job in. You know, just live just off benefits. Just follow it.
1: Just yeah, just follow him around the country. Mate, yeah. Live
0: off benefits and just get the benefits to pay for my team. You know, so no, oh. but like. like that that game, right? I was expecting us to to, to lose. I, I I had a sneaky feeling we might get a draw. Like don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, because we're at home and that. But I watched MK Dons myself and thought, you know, I've been quite impressed with them this season. Mm-hmm. And it it wasn't. I knew that defensively they were quite sort of vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the young team being, a, you know, the naiveties and like as well. So that's where that comes into. And um, but but you look at your four up front. You've got Waters who at Crawley was amazing. I mean, he got like mm-hmm. 13 goals in 15 games and then Cardiff signed him for a million
2: pounds.
0: So, he, he, you know, he's got good talent there. He, that Scott Twine. I mean, he was a, he's unbelievable free kicks. I mean, right. not even, it's not, it's not even a fluke. I think he's got like three or four free kicks this season. And then last season, he scored an absolute screamer away at Ipswich when he, when he was um, at Swindon. And then he was um, alone at Newport as well. And I mean, I looked him and I thought, God, you know, not looking forward to playing against him. So you've got him, Waters, um
1: Would have been Iser, he, probably I certainly maybe at the And time. then who's the one? Troy Parrot, maybe. I Troy Parr- I mean
0: Troy Parrot like obviously in the Tottenham youth team, he's played for Republic of Ireland, he's got big talent, he's you know, he's played for Tottenham a few times. Um so obviously a bit of raw ability there, but again, you know, it's you know it's unbelievable talent so those four mm. strikers you're thinking right mk dons are gonna at least score one or two like so mm. we're gonna have to be really on our game defensively and and to be fair we were i mean mk don dominated that game i've mm. never seen a shrewsbury game where an away team has dominated so much like they they totally dominate i think they had something ridiculous like 74 percent possession mm. like that now <laughs> see if you're at home right that's that's great starts in itself. But when you're the away team dominating
1: it's scary, I, man.
0: And 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 to be fair, you, you say to the other team, Oh, that's crap, there's a lucky one they'll win to Shrewsbury. <laughs> but it wasn't because we we got in, we dug deep, we 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 man we man managed the game really well in that game and, and we took our chance when we did. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we, we just defended and put bodies on the line and you, you you get games like that and teams at the bottom that can be season-defying changes. And obviously, at the time, it wasn't. But then the recent results against Charlton and Sunderland show that Shrewsbury, you mentioned about how you perform well against big teams and let yourself down against the teams at the bottom. It's weird, because even though we're down the bottom, we 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 seem to pick up points all the time against teams at the top. I mean, we've gone away yeah. at Sheffield Wednesday and drawn, beaten you. Um, narrowly lost away at Portsmouth 1-0, where we really should have got a draw in that one.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Charlton um in the last minute who we were on the up, big team. Ipswich when you now only lost two one with all that money they've spent. And then mm-hmm. Sunderland, we had ten men for half a match and, and and equalized and got a draw. So wow. And and it's not even just this season, you know, previous seasons like we've beaten Sunderland twice at home as well. Um Peterborough and they you know, we've beat I think Peterborough we've got three wins and a draw in the last four games at home against them
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: beaten them away as well. Um, so, it's even in previous seasons, we've always picked up really good results and, um, it, it, you know, it's just frustrating, isn't it, as a football fan, you know yourself, you get a great result, you go to maybe Rotherham away and win 1-0, for example, I don't know if you have, but that's the sort of, that, it's that type of result and you think, hang on, that's a, that's a,
1: yeah,
0: a result you want, and then
1: and then these next three games and nine points easy. Like, <laughs> you get
0: one. I mean, I, I remember last season, right? Shrewsbury and MK Don just sort of like near and nearabouts. Like, in you know, we were sort of level at certain points. I remember we were chatting and comparing games, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, "No, we'll definitely get about ten points from that, and well, we might lose one or two there." And I thought it well, we wouldn't be far off the playoffs. And then as the season goes on, you're like. <laughs>
1: Well, we, I remember back in the last year, um, we came to you, didn't we? And this is, the, so the, basically, so to kind of reverse a little bit. So Don's, um, I've always liked to play a bit of football. Uh, played a lot of football under, under Carl Robinson and then kind of came away from the, the MK way, which we call it. Um, and uh, when Paul Tisdale left and Russell Martin took over, Martin implemented a very, 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 very extreme total football style. Now, as you can attest to, this was sometimes kamikaze led. So it would be almost as if you're playing a training game and you're not allowed to play the ball above head height because it was just six yard passes, you know, on a boggy, windy day, you're still playing it into your six and then trying to ping it back out to the right back. And we went to you, we tried it and you've done us four, four one, two. Four, four, two. Two. Um, uh,
2: four two.
1: And the main difference in between kind of Russell Martin style, which he's obviously now took to Swansea and Liam Manning's, is Liam Manning doesn't mind. He's still, control is still the aim of the game, i.e. we controlled the game at, at Shrewsbury, even though we lost you know, this year. So it's controlling the game, but not so flipping suicidal at the back. Um, and, 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 you know, playing a longer ball or a longer pass if you need to. And kind of the irony is, is that, we played well against you know yourselves and we've played well in games this year that we've lost. And in recent times, um, I went to crew away myself, which was a fantastic away There It was absolutely bouncing. We didn't have a great day in terms of the overall control of the game. It was a bit end-to-end, a bit basketball, but we won 4-1. Similarly to Morecambe, I didn't um, see it, but I was listening to it. And it didn't look like we had the full control of the game, but we're becoming a little bit more clinical. Which is what you have to be, um, and again, it all you know, it all falls into this. It's a young team. If they were perfect right now, and and smashing every game four 0 these players wouldn't be at this level. Which you you know, you you touched on at at the start of the you know at, at the start of the podcast. They're here, um, and they won't be here for very long. They won't be here for very long. I, I bet but my bottom
0: on that. You mentioned it's when you mentioned that Morgan game. Now I um was on a show recently and got to know um some other fans in the league and one was Joel Shooter. He's a, a Morecambe fan, does his own Morecambe thing. like. And I've seen him put up a tweet like, last week when you beat Morecambe 4-0. Uh, yeah,
2: last
1: yeah. yeah. Saturday, yeah and he yeah.
0: put up and said it was not a 4-0 game. So that,
1: yeah, that, probably. That, and
0: it's, you know what? That's probably. quite great to see. You never, you never sometimes see opposition fans agreeing with one another on the game. mm mm-hmm. The fact that you won 4-0 and you were listening to it and he obviously was watching it, it, it it's quite great sometimes when you see fans like watching the same game from opposition teams and can see that so yeah you won 4-0 great now if i was a neutral i'd be like okay just
1: they just took 4-0. they had four chances and they took them right. and, know,
0: and, 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 and that is exactly like yesterday to be fair carlisle second half should have scored two or three and they could have scored a couple in the first half with those silly errors Mm-hmm. But we had three shots on target. They had five, and it's not about stats. Stats don't win your games. Goals mm-hmm. win your games, mm-hmm. and goals change games. And and like say, you know, they, I mean, look at Leicester when they won the Premier League. They they had the lowest percentage, percentage of possession. Yeah. Ever. yeah, yeah. Who cares? They won. The well, league. they
1: won it with Sunday League tactics, was not it? It was like get the ball to drink water, knock it long to Vardy, Vardy's <laughs> in and score, and they essentially uh, won the league. Uh, you know, on and that, it, and, you know, uh, fair play to them.
0: And no, no, you know what? That that's that, that's that's a beauty of football. It's about what works. Um, you know, having the right players and the right team and different tactics. I mean, for Shrewsbury, when we got to that playoff final that year, mm-hmm. we we weren't a possession-based team at times. We just knew how to get a goal and defend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, we, we see out of all the I think the twenty-four wins we had, if it was twenty-four, I'm sure that. Nineteen of them would buy the odd goal, goal, whether it's one wow. 0 or two one. So you look at that. You statistically... had, did you say you
1: had Ben Godfrey online at that time? Did yeah, you? I mean, look at him now. he's Premier League footballer. Do you know what I mean?
0: And and, and that's and a, yeah, exactly. So you just it's just about having the luck at the time, having the right play at the right time, and and having and and so and, and Paul Hurst, like you know, he his his mindset was to get the players that they're not shit because we were predicted to finish twenty fourth. That season, so by by all the bookies and all that. Wow. So because we'd only just escaped the year before when he came in, so he basically put a thing up in the dressing room just to say, look, you know, you're not shit. You're better than that. And that, you know, and that it's it's mad to think that that wasn't nothing to do with football. That was about getting mm. in the players' minds, the Love mindset. Mentality. Yeah,
2: yeah. So
0: that that was that was his way, and that's probably why he's not really been successful elsewhere since because. It's about They're expected they, to do
1: better, like
0: yeah. Ipswich yeah. are a big team and another team, and, and it's not just that. Even lower teams that he's been at, you know, he, he's probably tried to implement the same thing he did at Shrewsbury. But mm, at the end mm. of the day, it, maybe Ipswich weren't predicted to finish bottom. So mm. you know, so, he just he had his moment at Shrewsbury, he done well, mm. um, and and that's and you, you get that, you know, you, you do get that.
1: And mm. mentioning Ipswich, what are your thoughts on Cook, cookies? Cookies gone any Paul Cook?
0: Yeah. I, for me, I think it's the wrong decision, but I, I'm mm. not an Ipswich fan, so Ipswich fans will listen and probably disagree. But I always think that, see, when a manager comes in, see, I mean, Ipswich aren't in a really bad position. And in terms of playoffs, there's plenty of points to play for, and we'll mm. touch on the table mm. in a minute. Um, I mean, their squad is
1: mad, though, isn't it? Let's be honest, I mean, their squad is ridiculous. The
0: squad should be where they, they are, but at the end of the day... I always say, give a give us give a give a manager a season. It's his own squad.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: if you bring a manager in now, he may not want ten of those players.
1: This is that it, it? completely and then, new potential flipping style. And, or, you know what or, I mean? So, so,
0: so, for, so, for me, like I'm thinking, like he's brought all them players in. A new manager's going to come in. He's like, right, I don't want you, don't want you, don't want you, don't want you. Mm. And and then he's going to be asking mm. for more money. And then you know, mm. for me, it should be give the manager a season. If he's not performed, you even make that decision in the summer, mm. not halfway through the season where there's points to play for. Because mm. in-
1: you can go on, you can go on on ridiculous runs, and other teams can go on like because. Um, Rotherham started. Rotherham kind of had their poor. But I think Rotherham will win this yeah. league. They're easily the best team. They tore us apart at Stadium MK, and it's one of them games where you come away going, can't blame the ref, can't blame it. Like we just got yeah. destroyed, um, but like. Wigan haven't really gone on a bad run yet. Plymouth are going on their bad run now, um, so there will be we will go on probably another little another two or three game run. There'll be opportunities for them to climb the league, and with the quality they have in that squad and that nits, going be scary. I mean, they 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 purchased Scott Fraser from us. Um, oh, don't know player. what on player. earth has happened because he now he did get a lot of pens for us, but everything went through him for us, right? He, he is a top quality player. No, he's not even getting on the pitch for them, whether he's injured or something. I don't know, I'll be honest. But he's got one goal. Um, but even that, like, he's there. And then you've got Sam Morsey, ex-championship captain. You've got um, uh, uh, the lad from AFC, Joe, uh, Joe Piggott, uh, great League One striker. You know, that um, obviously, like Con- the lad
0: Connor Chapman as well. Connor Chapman,
1: yeah, yeah. The, uh, they've got um, the lad from Macaulay Bond, is it? Uh, from QPR not. he's the only probably...
0: one to be fair that seems to be doing alright
1: doing a bit yeah. yeah yeah. it
0: seems to be and he's, he's actually, I didn't know this because I was chatting to uh, Martin Lambert who runs the Ipswich podcast and um,
1: yeah,
0: he was saying that you know he, he's getting the goals and that and he's a sort of a, a bit of a local a hero because he's a bit of a local lad oh, didn't play really? for Ipswich but he went right, down to the right. orient, and then he was a uh, he was at Colchester and then Leyton Orient, and then obviously got the big move to Charlton. Uh-huh. Um, but he's oh, he's a he's a good player. Uh, but yeah, they've got they've got so much talent in that squad that you expect him to be um, up there. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Wigan, really. It, you know, in the summer, everyone was like a League One player would be mentioned to, or that they'd be leaving their club and going here, there, and everywhere. And it, for me, I was like just waiting for that player to join either Ipswich or Wigan.
1: <laughs> or Sheffield, or maybe Sheffield, when, yeah, yeah, Sheffield went. There, yeah, like I said, their
0: embargo yeah. lifted after, but you know what? Sheffield Wednesday and Portsmouth as well, they've been two of those teams that have been creeping up after a mm-hmm. bad start. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, it, to be fair, it's, it's interesting how that league's going to go. I was, I was looking at the leagues today, the championship usually is the one that's quite a lot going on, quite, and yeah, then yeah. League One, the bottom of the table is quite close, but and then League Two. You know, can be, but I'd say League One and League Two, especially League One this year. I mean, you've got between, is it Rotherham on 38 at the top and Portsmouth in ninth. There's six points. Six, points. six points. If you're playing each other and you win that game, you go maybe two, three points behind. And, mm-hmm. and
2: then if mm-hmm.
0: other teams are playing and drawing, I mean, it's a bit like in Scotland with Kilmarnock. Like, <laughs> there's 10 teams in that league, and uh, before the weekend's games, and I think it's still pretty much as tight as it was before the results at the weekend mm-hmm. between first and and fifth there was two points of a difference then there was a nine point gap from fifth to sixth and then between sixth and tenth there was one point <sighs>
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous well I mean it shows how tight it was because Don's had gone on a good run won whatever and picking up points in, in several games in a row I hadn't moved right <laughs> It was sixth, 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 six, six. We lose one game to Sheffield Wednesday and drop to eighth. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, 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 and that was heartbreak as well. You mean, were, I was we going to say, you were one. A ten to go, and um, this is what I'm kind of talking about. Sort of the, sort of the naivety, really. So we were, we scored again. Another Scott Twine wonder, wonder, absolute wonder strike, um, and kind of shocked ourselves, I think. And then we kind of just went right, sit off. Um, and in fairness, so in, in the last two months, Max Waters has stepped up because of Mo Issa was injured uh, with, with a groin injury. And Max Waters has stepped up. And my God, he is rapid. He is absolutely rapid. So he gives you, even though we like to control the game, every now and then you've got to clear your lines, right? Max Waters will turn it into something. And he's lethal when he gets in the box as well. Now he come off around, I want to say 60 minutes. And then you're going back and you're going back and you're going back. And Mo Issa was just coming back from injury. So he wasn't really up to kind of match speed. Their first goal was um, a looping header. Um, and then last minute, jammiest thing you'll see. Um, Hi, they, they've, Windas, see. they've laid it back to Josh Windass. He's went to slam it with his left foot. It's popped up over his own head. He's spun around and it's landed perfectly for the volley, which he's just dropped in the bottom corner in the oh, 93rd, I, and it's just I, like, thought that was, on, I, I,
0: personally, I personally thought that was Burkham-esque. That was um, <laughs> a super... Like, Never. Never. Do you know when you do you know when you do like your fantasy league and that and you you got players that yeah you, know, you want to oh, get the assist and that um, and get the points and blah right? I think if Josh Windass was in um, the fantasy league he'd be getting the goal and the assist wouldn't it
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is it. He set himself <laughs> up. Yeah, but it just, again. I mean, we um, so we we were making our subs and we brought on Isa and I can't remember. Um, J- uh, Josh McKechnie came on for boating and uh, they were bringing on. Who they bringing on? Um, I can't even. Think. It was him. It was Windas himself, um, lad Massimo Luongo, and a another who was like established champ level player. And the day before, they just signed. Um, do you remember Nathaniel Mendez Lang? Mendez Lang. Oh
0: I, yeah, he was on loan at us for six games, and he was he was awful. <laughs> or average but then, he, but then he'd
1: done it for Cardiff for a bit didn't he and then, um, but again really good player for League and level which just shows the kind of money that they're, that they're didn't, throwing didn't at he, him so.
0: Didn't he uh, get chucked out of Cardiff though or uh, something
1: for weird or something, yeah or uh, drug
0: test or something that failed a drug test uh, or,
1: or his, I remember his contract getting ripped up or, or like sacked of immediate effect that kind of thing but what it was for i don't i don't know i don't know but that was yeah but we've um we've since then we've kind of picked up some some more points we've got a massive game against um massive four days actually so we've got plymouth next wednesday who we have a game in hand on and um they're like a couple of points ahead of us and then we've got oxford the following saturday and they are hot on the hills you know oxford coming always do the same didn't they? they start crap and then they go into a um, into a rhythm of of just being able to win games, and it shows that they drew one one with Rotherham, which just shows the level that they've you know they've managed to find themselves at now.
0: I was well Sunderland, wasn't it? But they drew with Rotherham last week as well, so I didn't, yeah I, yeah that's right. But no, you're, you're right. I mean that that I mean see it. It's the same at the bottom. I mean like we we've sort of. Um, Picked up points which I didn't expect us to, so I always like as a Shrewsbury fan, look at the games, um, in sort of on a monthly basis and think, like, what how many points can we get out of that realistically? You know, even though your head says you want to win them all,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, of... that's so... going to be a loss, yeah, yeah.
0: So, do so... <laughs> you ever see
1: you look for them, you go, we'll win them all, <laughs> yeah?
0: So, so, like, I looked at like the next three games, anyways, um, just before, um, so we lost away at Cheltenham, I thought that was a game we really need to look at winning, yeah. Because then after that we had, as you know, Sun, uh, Charlton, Sun, uh, Sunderland, and Charlton, and then we've got Wigan away on Wednesday. So we'll, we'll do you a favour and we'll beat them.
1: Good um, lads, appreciate it. I'll <laughs> buy your pint in Newcastle. Good lads.
0: But you know, I looked at those three games and I'm like, that's, you know, we really are like up against it. But then, as a Shrewsbury fan, you always in the back of your head remember how well you do against the big teams.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. I, I thought to myself that we could beat Sunderland, but then because of the ten men situation, it made it difficult. But to still, get the point was great. So, I mean, to get, I said, I said, if we get four points out of those three games, I'll be happy. happy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we've played the two and already got the four points. So I'm thinking, right, Wigan's Getting a sort of a free, hit. A free mm. hit now, like, and if we get a point, happy days, like you know, that's where is beating. it? It's at Wigan. So, yeah, but 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 funnily enough, Wigan played better away from home. Um, because I've looked at their home games and they've lost like uh Plymouth, no, lost to Sheffield Wednesday, they lost to Lincoln, we beat them, they lost to you. That's what I mean. They've lost about I think they've lost like four games at home mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and only one away. So, you know, if you get a draw, I'll be happy with that. I'll be you know, oh, I'll yeah. be delighted with a draw, especially with the amount of money again that they've spent. And then, well, after I think. That, we've got four games like against teams at the bottom. So they're,
1: they're, they're the ones that you, they're yeah, the they're ones relevant. that you're, you're, you must not loses, aren't they? You know what I mean, yeah. I think the way that I, you know, Don's have had a couple of shit seasons and the way I looked at it is like, look, really one point a game keeps you up doesn't it. 1.1, 1. Yeah. One. Yeah. do you know what I mean? Something like that. So if you're thinking in each, in each round of four games, if we're getting four, obviously you want more because it's shit to watch. But if you're getting a, an average of one point a game, you're thinking, right? We're going to be, we're going to be in, in, in and around there. You know, with, yeah. with, with January to come, to, yeah, to kind most, of add, add a bit.
0: Most definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, so just, I mean, going to sort of um, close up with this um, shortly. But what, what, I mean, as a, as an MK Dons fan, you know, mm. obviously we always have a lot of banter. There's a lot of um, past history with Shrews being MK Dons, but you know. As as a sort of MK Towns fan, how how do mm-hmm. you see Shrewsbury as a side anyway? In previous seasons, even before you knew me, obviously. So,
1: g- you genu- so genuinely, I've said this to all my all, kind of all my pals. You're always a game. I fucking hate it, it, when it's coming up whether you're coming to us or we're coming to you. You just know it's like I don't think in certain in recent history. Um, other than you battering us last year, it's always tight in it. Always tight. I remember last um before COVID. You come to us, and we won in the last minute, and that's only because it was deflected in. Do you know what I mean? It come off rebounds Landero's head, and like so, I think you guys are going to be more than safe because you've got a dog, in, you've got a dog in spirit in you. Do you know what I mean? Genuinely, you you need to add a bit more, maybe a quality up at the top end, um, but yeah, you've always always a team that for me it is wary of, and I'm not calling us a big team. Um, but this year we're up, kind of the, the top or end, you know, the, the upper end, um, and I dare say all the other fans in the kind of top eight would think the same. Like, oh no, it's Shrewsbury away. It's 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 a horrible horrible place to go. It's, Do you know what I mean?
0: It's it's funny you say that, really, because um, you know Shrewsbury predominantly have always been like that. We've always been a, a sort of an underdog in 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 that respect. But a lot of people now see Shrewsbury as a League One team as well, rather than a team that's
2: doing gonna above go their weight. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, because that's now six, I think six, seven seasons now. This is in League One, so you're in your level. So it would be nice to have that sort of playoff ambition again, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. top ten. I mean, for me personally, I said, you know, top ten would be great, like you know, a good season. Um, but we we even prove it, like in cup games, we always do well in the cup games as well. So a lot of people may look at the Carlisle game yesterday and be like, oh, if we lose, we lose. It's not, you know, but momentum's key as well, especially when you're in a a position where you want to either be promoted or or stay up. You want to get a run again yeah. where you're winning. Yeah, but, yeah. We just yeah. need to get that squad bulked up, and I, I do feel I said this. I feel that Sues we aren't going down. I'm not even worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. I was worried at, at, at certain points at the beginning of the season. Where I was thinking this is going to be a long season. It's but, a bad start, wasn't it? Yeah. But, but you're, you're near enough the halfway point pretty much now, and it's coming into Christmas. And like you say, you, you always look at a table at Christmas time as well, don't you, Robin? It's like um,
1: it took yeah. it's took shape then after twenty odd um, games. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you sort of make and um, you can sort of t- see the tip. I mean, for me, crew are down. I actually surprisingly think Donny will pull away still. I don't know why. But I just think Doncaster. Are, I don't know that it's not. They're not too far away, but Fleetwood's. Um, they're the, falling yeah, they're, in they're, there. Yeah, yeah I think Fleetwood's uh, definitely and crew. Well, they've just got teams. they've just got
1: rid of Simon Grayson as well, their gaffer yeah. as well.
0: And then Gillingham as well. They're a team, again, they've got a lot of problems. And if they don't sort it out, I think they'll be in there. Um, And to be fair, Morecambe, fair play to them. They'll have a good shot this season, but I think they'll go down as well. Do you? Um, I think if
1: if they hold on to Stockton, they'll stay up this year. That's the
0: thing. thing, I don't think they will. I think Mm. he'll go in January and that'll be the key as to why they'll go down. Um, And then going up, um, right you said Rotherham will go up. Um I think we're gonna go up but not top two. I think I'll go through the playoffs. Um I think you'll be in the playoffs very comfortably, but I think um you mentioned naivety, and I think that will let you down in the playoff in a certain game, maybe. I don't know, okay. I might be wrong. Um but it's just my prediction really. But you'll definitely be top six, no doubt about it. And I don't know for the other team to be fair. Um I think that will be a dark horse, maybe Portsmouth will come in, they're only six points off. They've had yeah. that bad run, and they really are sort of getting on a run now. And I feel as though
1: could be Wednesday, could be Sunderland, could be Ipswich. Got...
0: The thing, the thing is, look at Blackpool last season.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil Quirchy's done a stunning job there, really. And let's be honest, absolutely phenomenal job there.
0: Yeah. So, so now I reckon there'll be um, there'll be some surprises, but but no, it's been great chatting to you anyway, Rob. Thanks uh, for
1: having us on, mate. Appreciate. You know, it. We
0: eventually got on technical issues. Um, <laughs> yeah aside uh we managed to get on but um you know looking forward to this stag there looking forward to uh giving luke some shite yeah
1: yeah yeah hopefully last past nine o'clock but we'll see we'll see well
0: you know what i thought luke was with me yesterday because i was in weatherspoons right and it must have been two o'clock-ish i went up to the toilet like you know basically someone was spewed everywhere
1: and dog yeah
0: and i thought i was like oh, I said to my mate when I went down the stairs, I'm like, oh, it's two o'clock in the fucking afternoon. <laughs> I said, I said, well, I said, it's not even touch the size. Anyway. Yeah, we've not even got the, the rest dinner of time. Dating. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, oh. I wonder if it's Luke up there. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, it, uh, it was a good day out yesterday again. I keep saying it, but it was.
1: Good and stuff. It,
0: that's I it's missed away days. I oh, think win lose or, or draw. Like you text me yesterday, you're on the booze. Win or
1: lose, we're on the booze. <laughs>
0: too right. Uh, too right. But I tell you what, before you go as well, tw- um have a look at um away day beers or, or tag in it. Yeah.
1: They've
0: got some fantastic ales. I tell you okay. they've got um the Cantonar collar, six point one percent, that's a favourite of mine. Um Schmeik ale. I'm going to I'll tag you in it's an absolute fantastic site and the ales are all after like footballers and all that so no,
1: nah, ledge you'll
0: it. I've, kept, I've even washed the bottles out and kept them
1: oh, yeah. nice. so have
0: uh, you kinda, you kind of chuck these bottles they're, they're too no.
1: good they come in a man cave
0: <laughs> exactly anyway uh, say hi to Tash for us as well
1: and you to the lads, yeah and the kids
0: I know well, you take care pal
1: cheers pal see you in March all the see best you. bye 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 bye, bye.
0: Well, there we have it, uh, Rob, MK Don's fan, um, eventually got on there, but um, great chat, um, a lot of Shrewsbury fans, I um, love the banter between MK in the, in the recent history. Um, to Kilmarnock fans, do I really want to talk about last week's game, no, uh, sorry, last, on Friday's game, no I don't, um, all I'm going to say on that. Tommy Wright needs to get a plan B because it is boring to watch absolutely boring the squad should be doing a lot better than it is um, as a manager when you've got that ability in that squad there's no excuses for having a plan B or a plan C we're so predictable and we're so boring to watch our midfield were bypassed in the last two games and um, something needs to change. And for me, the worrying thing is, is what Tommy Wright's actually saying. Now he's saying, right, that, you know, whether fans believe Tommy Wright's the right man or not, he's coming out saying players are not listening to his instructions. Now for me, that's a worry because if he, it's either, it's either an excuse and it's, and it's bullshit or he's, it is the truth, you know, because we're, we're asking what's going on, what what's, what's been done in training, you know, so, yeah, if players aren't listening, then that's a worry in itself because you know you do not want to go into January in that trend of you know players not listening, doing what they want. They need to you know you need to have respect. The manager needs to have the respect of the players and and have them listening and and everyone needs to be on the same hymn sheet. And if that's not happening, then there needs to be some serious changes. Um, I was a big Tommy Wright fan, but starting to get a bit sick of the the, the football. It's too predictable. Um, I'm hoping he just proves me wrong and turns it round. But a lot of fans are fell up at the minute, especially the the fans that travelled up to Inverness. Um, they were the biggest heroes on Friday. Um, you know, to not even get an applause at the end by the manager, uh, from what some fans were saying, whether that's true or not. Uh, if it is true, then, you know, it's not acceptable. Like, you know, the manager should be going over to the fans and at least acknowledging they're travelling, um, like some one or two of the players did. Not good. Not a good thing. Not a good sign. Um, so, interesting to see what happens in the next month or so. But we really need to go to Rafe next week and win. Luckily for us, the two games that were played yesterday went in our favour, but we can't keep relying on results because... Um, If we keep playing like that, we won't even finish in the top four. Um, So some big concerns, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, But well done to the fans that did travel, um, you know, doing Kilmarland credit as usual. But for now, that's episode 21 done. Tomo at the wheel. That's Tommy Blocker at the wheel. Well done on you. But for now, stay safe. See you next week.